Welcome to the Library Love Fest podcast. I'm Virginia Stanley. I'm Lainey Mays. We are the library marketing team at HarperCollins Publishers. Join us every week as we present buzzworthy books through author interviews, conversations with editors, and expert opinions from librarians like you. Enjoy the show. Book Buzz, HarperCollins Book Buzz. Check it out. Book Buzz, HarperCollins Book Buzz. Brought to you by Library Love Fest. Hello, everyone. This is Lainey, and I am joined by our newest team member, Grace. Grace, you want to say hi and introduce yourself? Hi, everyone. Thank you for all of um, the warm welcomes I've been receiving the last few weeks. I'm really excited to be part of the team and to work with all of you. Ah, I'm so excited. Welcome, Grace. And this is your first Library Reads podcast, your first podcast that we've done. Yeah, so. first podcast in general. Well, welcome again. And we are very excited to have you to tell our listeners about the Library Reads list for October. So this is one of our favorite things that we get to do. We announce the October Library Reads picks, the HarperCollins picks that were selected. If we're lucky enough to have some, this time we have some more. So thank you, all of our librarians who got their votes in. And we tell you a little bit um, about the books that won. And then we hear from some of the authors. If you don't know what Library Reads is, Library Reads is a list of 10 books that are voted by librarians. They, it's each month that's published uh you vote the first day of the month prior and any book voted for in october was eligible so they got the votes in and we are very excited i won't bury the lead anymore to have two books on the list and one hall of famer so grace what do you say let's tell them yeah let's get into it all right very excited to announce that our two books that made the list are Anywhere You Run by Wanda Morris and Demon Copperhead by Barbara Kingsolver. Woo! Yeah! <laughs> We're so excited. Big congrats to them both. And a very big congratulations to our Hall of Fame author, Alicia Rye, for Partners in Crime. This is her second Hall of Fame book. So she's got four books on Library Reads in all. And um, we just, we love Alicia and we welcome a big congratulations. So we'll do a big cheer for her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So without further delay, I think maybe this time we'll change it up a bit and give Wanda a call because we have a little bit of a tradition. Her first book, All Her Little Secrets, was the top pick in November 2021. So none of the placement matters on the Library Reads list except for the number one pick. So all Her Little Secrets, her first debut novel, made it, and we were so excited. So we called her, caught her a little off guard, and it was fantastic because she was just so thankful and so excited. And since the second one made it, I think we should call her. So what do you say? Let's give her a call. Sounds good. Hello. We have a special guest with us on the podcast. Wanda Morris is here. Hi, Wanda. Hi, Lady and Grace. Hi. So you know, we like to surprise you sometimes. <laughs> and <laughs> okay. And we like to get you on a phone call so we can tell you good news. And this is no different. Um we called you in the past for your first book, All Her Little Secrets was just 
Oh, so acclaimed. So many things. It was in so many roundups. It was covered by everything. A Hudson Booksellers, one of the best books of 2021. You were named Fall 2021's Top 10 Writers to Watch by Publishers Weekly. Like, your first book was just everywhere. And it made the number one spot in Library Reads that year on in November. And I we, do recall. You recall that that call we surprised you with? I I do. I do. I, I recall it well because I blubbered like a big baby. But yes, <laughs> I do recall that. Okay, so keep that in your mind when I tell you some other good news. Your next book, Anywhere You Run, has made the October Library Reads list this year. Get out. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you, librarians. Oh my God. You guys are the best. But you already know how much I love librarians. So much so that I put a library scene in my second book. <laughs> yes. Oh my oh, gosh. Biggest of congratulations that it's so well deserved and we you know how excited we get when we see an author making the list but this one really was a it was truly like jumping up and down again like we did for the first one crazy 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 I just you know I I know that some people this might just be kind of the norm for them but every single time you guys call me with some good news, I get an email. I am just seriously, I, it's like the first time for me. I'm like a kid in a candy store. And I think I'm so appreciative because it took me so long to figure my way out to this place, to, to, to be what I've always wanted to be and to do what I've always wanted to do. And, um, and so I, I do not take any of it for granted. Thank you. Thank you so much. Oh, I know. And I know that the librarians who read this and voted on it um, have heard us talk to you. We have that lovely Facebook Live. So I hope everybody goes to watch mm -hmm. that. But we really dove in on this new book, which came pretty quickly after the first one. And it's a little different. Do you want to tell them yeah. a little bit about it and maybe especially what makes it different than the first book? Sure. I um, like to describe this book, um, despite the body count, again, as a coming of age story of two Black sisters growing up in the Jim Crow South. Um, it, um, it starts off in Jackson, Mississippi, when one sister flees um, after um, murdering her attacker. She flees to a small rural town in Georgia. And when the police show up at her sister's door, she figures she might be in trouble too. So she flees and she heads north. And what the two sisters don't realize is that there's a man with his own brand of dark secrets um, who is hot on their trail to find them. And again, it really is a story about um, family and love and all those things that um, go into making a woman strong and, and, and finding her voice and her place. So what I think, yeah, exactly. And I think what, you know, this is historical fiction with the thriller 
in it and it's very different than the first one but I think what people love about this book just like they loved with the first one is just how great you are at writing these characters that stick with you and are just so mm. fleshed out and so memorable and I think especially with the two sisters in this one it's really fantastic and there's some easter eggs from the first one you know we won't give anything away yeah. but I think that was really important. So when you when you write your books, do you start off thinking about the characters or do you kind of have the the plot out first? I'm intrigued to know. You know what? It's always the characters for me um, that, you know, it is. I, I try to write about um, things that are important to me or things that. Um, really touch me. And I have to find a voice because obviously I can't use my own voice. So I try and find a voice as an entry point into the story. And, you know, the only way I can do that is through uh, a character. And um, this particular character, um, uh, Violet, um, had been rambling around in my head um, for a very long time. And um, I just thought it would be so interesting to explore this particular topic that I wanted to explore because when I finished All Her Little Secrets, we um, had just gone through the 2020 election. And so there was all this rancor and noise about, you know, election fraud and states were starting to enact legislation to make it more difficult. And I thought, oh, it would be so great to write about that because I'm so passionate about that, but I couldn't find a contemporary voice. Um, and then I thought, you know what, it might be cool to just go back and kind of explore um, all of this through the genesis of, you know, the inception of the Voting Rights Act and Violet's voice and her character seem to be the perfect entryway um, to do all of that. Isn't that so scary that like the best way to write about what's happening now is to go back and it seems like it's, nothing changed? Exactly. It that This book and I hope readers get this too because for me writing this story felt very deja vu, um, like what is going on now, um, little has changed. And it's so odd too, because I started the book before the Roe v. Wade decision came down from the Supreme Court. And so now those things that I talk about in the book are actually kind of what our present day is. It's, it's frightening to me to think that, you know, young women like you might my daughter, they, you don't have the same rights that I had when I was your age. And I think, how can we be living in what is perceived to be the most powerful country in the world? And women's rights are so shunned and stunted. So I'll get off my feminist platform um, soapbox right now. But, you know, I, I again wanted to, to look at kind of those issues. And like I said, going back to 1964 seems eerily familiar to 2022. Wow. Yeah. I've never really thought about it that way. I, that's an interesting way to put all of that too. Well, thank you for writing it. I know your, your law background too would be interesting with all of the, the voting 
rights acts too. So, I mean, there's just so much in this book and I really encourage everyone to go, go watch our, our deep dive on Facebook with, with you, because I could have talked to you for like five hours. So. Oh, thank you so much. That was a lot of fun, especially with the pictures and Mm. and everything. It was really a lot of fun. Yeah. And on top of this win, you've had so much buzz around the book. You've, you've, uh, earned three star reviews from wonderful journals. And I think one of my favorite reviews that you've gotten so far is um, a star review from Booklist. And they reported um, this riveting and moving novel with echoes of Zora Neale Hurston's Their Eyes Are Watching God is highly recommended for fans of suspense and women's fiction. (laughs) Is that not crazy? Grace of like, when I read that, (laughs) I'm a big crybaby. I really did. I, I I wept because that is super super duper high praise. I um I just I don't I don't have words. Like I said though, I don't take it for granted. It it is truly I am blessed. I am blessed. It's so well deserved, and I just these reviews were really a testament to how wonderful this book is. Um, Publisher Weekly called it meticulously researched. LJ had great things to say about it as well. And I just, I hope that you are, you know, feeling the love that this book is getting. Thank you so much. And I have to give a shout out to the Auburn Avenue Library, Research Library on African-American Culture and History, um, because I walked into that library and they just opened up like a treasure trove of, Mm. you know, papers and books and documents and magazines and all sorts of things about that particular era. And the librarians there were just phenomenal. And they are um, intricately a part of what made this book um, so authentic, I hope. because of their knowledge and their assistance in giving me opening up these doors for research. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, I'm so glad you you gave that shout out. And I, I'm just echoing that not only did you get three starred reviews, <laughs> you got this library reads selection, like all of these things are coming in to prove just how lovely this book is, but you can do all the hard work. And sometimes those things don't come and that just proves like, how much you put into this and how much it's resonated with readers. And so I can attest to that you don't take it for granted and you're just so thankful and you love your librarian so much. So I, I hope if those out there, the one person who hasn't read it yet (laughs) picks it up and just knows the care and thought that went into this book. And I'm sure for many books to come. Thank you so much. Thank you. I appreciate that. Well, it's hard to say goodbye to you, but big congratulations and hope to talk soon. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you you both so much. Thank you. And thank you, librarians. You guys are superheroes in regular clothes. I love you all. (laughs) I love that. Bye-bye. That was just so lovely. It's always a joy to get to call and talk to Wanda. So we also have an audio from our Hall of Fame author. Let's hear from Alicia Rye. Hi, my name is Alicia Rye, and I'm the author of Partners in Crime. Partners in Crime is about Mira, who is a mild-mannered accountant with some pretty hefty family secrets of the criminal variety. 
and her hero, Naveen, who is a mild-mannered attorney, um, who also maybe is not as mild-mannered as he seems. The two used to date until Mira got spooked and ran away in the middle of the night. And now they're back together because Naveen is handling some family affairs for Mira's aunt. Before they can really process that, though, they are kidnapped together and dumped in the Nevada desert uh, because some jewel thieves think that Mira's father stole something from them. So now the two have one wild night in Vegas to figure out who's after them, what they want, and how to get it back to them, and keep their lives and their families' lives intact. So, you know, it's just like a classic rom-com setup, really. I had so much fun writing Partners in Crime. I needed an adventure, and it gave me exactly that. And I really hope readers love it. I am so honored to hear that librarians love it. And I'm so, so honored to be inducted into the Library Reads Hall of Fame or or to be in it again for a second time. Uh, I was inducted with First Comes Like, my last book, and, and so, so amazingly thrilled beyond my wildest dreams uh, to be there again with Partners in Crime. I love and respect librarians so much for all that they do and the communities that they create for their patrons. And this is something that I don't think I will ever get over or take for granted to be a Hall of Famer in something when I never thought I would be in any kind of Hall of Fame. I was never good at sports or anything. So this is like a way better Hall of Fame to be in. And and I'm just so honored and pleased. And thank you to all the librarians for everything you do and for reading and enjoying Partners in Crime. I hope that your patrons love it as much as, as you seem to. So thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Oh, I love that the theme for these two audios we've heard today are just like not taking things for granted and being so thankful for librarians. I think what's really special about this episode that we do is that we get to hear that two-way communication where it's like, oh, it's wonderful that you're voted for on this list. But like, what's the reaction? And I think hands down when we get audio clips or we call authors, this is like, one of the biggest days of their life. Like they're just so excited that librarians are voting to say that their patrons will love it. And I, I'm so happy that that came through from both of our authors. I think that means so much to them. And I just want to thank the librarians so much for reading. It's so much to read a month and voting and, and making these authors day. Absolutely. And then, you know, by further helping readers find their next favorites. So thank you. Exactly. Yeah. Well, this is so been so much fun. I, I'm so excited we could announce these books and, you know, get to reading. You have November coming and you can find that on Library Love Fest if you need some recommendations. And hopefully that means we'll see you next month for another episode. <laughs> and if you have any questions about Library Reads, go to libraryreads.org. And um, that's where you can find out how to vote if you don't know already. All right. Cool. Bye, Grace. Bye. Thank you. <laughs> thank you for listening to the Library Love Fest podcast. For more information on this week's episode, go to librarylovefest.com. Enjoying the show? We would love to hear what you think. Find us on Facebook and Twitter at Library Love Fest and on Instagram at Harper Library. Be sure to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and share the show with a friend. See you next week.